Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You don't understand. It's after us. It's big. It's got huge teeth. A big beak, bulgy eyes, feathers, fur everywhere. Yeah, and pigs can fly. No, bears can fly. Bad guys beware. Here comes Banjo-Kazooie. We're here both bird and bear with amazing powers. There's never been anything like this head-banging, sky-flying, rock-hopping, egg-shooting, tag-teaming duo. Banjo-Kazooie, only for Nintendo. Is big. It's the 90s. everybody welcome to play retro yeah that's right i'm one of your hosts scott johnson and well i don't mind having this bird on my back it's actually kind of relaxing in a weird way but when he hulks out and i have to be on his back well that's a very different story get your banjo kazooie off my banjo patootie anyway this is basically mario 64 (laughs) except you're collecting puzzle pieces right no Mm. fine i guess i'll play uh your all-time 64-bit classic then bears of a feather flock together oh true story and i'm your other host brian dunaway and i'm living that rare life of a honey bear occupying one bedroom cottage in the spiral mountains with my emotional support bird and a loud mouth rhyming green nose witch witchy witch kidnap my sister for a neighbor <laughs> if only i had some sort of bespeckled mole person who could guide me through this horror perhaps i could go back to freaking sleep yeah. By God, hand me that analog stick. Have a controller. I'm about to go banjo kablooey on this witch. <laughs> I nice, swear. Nicely done. Nicely done. I feel like we have given Banjo Kazooie and it's in his 25, well, him and his birds 25 year anniversary. It's due even just in this opener here. Yeah. You know? It's only been weeks since he turned officially 25. I think the game released like in end of June. Oh, so I thought it was this a, week for some reason. I don't know why I, I thought it, that. We, were, we just, it was just too, it was just too, uh, maybe it is. I, we're gonna, okay, you know what? We're going to say that. We're going to say it's this week. Close enough. Sure. Kazooie turns 25 this care? week. In 30 years, you'll look back on this and no one's going to go, enough. oh, they weren't dead on the date. They're not going to care. It was two weeks off. Get over it. Yeah. 
But uh, we got some, uh, you know, another rare game on deck, so we'll talk about it. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Stick around. But before we... We covered oh, a lot of rare games. I forgot to bring it down here. Gosh dang it. All right. Well, anyway. Gosh dang it. Uh, listener and a good friend of the show and the network, Vincent Minucci. Oh, I love that name. Uh, he sent me and you something. You don't even know about this yet because I haven't told you. I don't. You 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 teased me with it. You said, oh, dude, I got something totally rad. And I was like, okay. Frick. I cannot, I cannot believe I left it upstairs. Anyway. You go get it. I'll, I'll yeah, solve. That's, that's stupid. I don't know. You know what? I'll go get it after the show and bring it down here quick for the post. Oh, even so better. Even better. So stay tuned for the end of the show yeah. for Scott's show and tell at the ass end. Guess what he sent us? He sent these. Cool, self-contained. It has a hinge and everything. A little clip and a hinge. It's mm-hmm. a enclosure for these RG58XXs. Oh, and it even has a little yes. screen pad zone in there. When you shut it, a, a nice soft pad lays on your screen. Oh, it's going to protect my pad? It's a sweet little portable deal that you would want to use a for a case. Yeah, it's basically a case that yeah. he made for these, or he had uh, had these made for us. And they're oh. awesome. And I can't wait to send yours. So I'm, I'm forwarding yours plus another box of crap that I owe you that'll all come together. <laughs> But um, your box. Hold on to your butt. You're about to get a box of crap. I, yeah. I love when we send stuff to each other because me and Scott send uh, retro gaming uh, care kits. What would they call them when your mom would send you like some this. cookies when you were at camp and stuff? What was those called? Care package? Oh, care. Uh, care. I think it's yeah, care I guess a care package, right? Yeah, a care package. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's it. And, and so we're sending retro care packages to each other just when our days seem to be just the shit. Yeah. And you're singing that song. Um, what's the camp song, everybody? You hate camp. And camp down, ladies. And... Sing this song. No, no, that's okay. not even close. Uh, no, the one camp. with the with the one where you've been at camp and it's like everything's fine and dandy. Anyway, blow. Whoa, <laughs> is us. I have to barf. The food here's bad, and I'm sewing stuff in Stop, leather. That's close. That's close. That's, it. that's close. That's it. Right that's there. like that's like uh, like when I sing Baby Shark. You weren't even close, but it was it was close enough. I knew what you meant. Here's one right here. Brian sent me this uh, Master Sword from the Zelda series that he 3D yes. printed. The only problem is. The wonderful mail system of America bent it, and I'm afraid to move it because I don't want to snap so it. So now it's like bent carrot. I'll send you another one this time with a hundred percent. Oh my gosh, boy! That they turned that sword into a Z. Yeah, they that really is great. did. They really did, which really annoys me. But he sent this cool like uh, holder for it, which is almost like oh, a so cool sword in the stone kind of thing. And I yeah. love it. I just hate that it's that the. Oh, Dave, we should let me know. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I, you know what? As soon as I get your care package, I'm gonna take the same box. I'm going to rip all the stuff out of it, and then I'm going to stick it right back in the mailbox with a bunch of stuff. I got some Mario mustaches, extra Mario mustaches over here. Sweet. Uh, what else I got? Yeah, you're going to get some. Cra- you're going to get some crap. Okay, I'm going to send you a magnet. <laughs> Don't hold it next to any screens, but I'm <laughs> sending you a magnet. Oh, also, uh, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, did you? Did you? This is a side note. I could do this off air, I guess. Did you send the super secret other package to a certain somebody we talked about? Did you do that? Uh, no, I have not finished it. We we discussed it, and then I uh, then I let me see. Like the next day, I went to the Urgy Care Center, and then I just haven't got back on life yet. Yeah, no, so. trust me. I had my own week from hell, and I almost forgot to ask. So now, we'll yeah, work yeah, it out. yeah, it'll all come out in the end, everybody. Uh, uh, I already made one. Already made one apology today because I'm running behind on something because of this past weekend. Good lord, yeah, it's a lot. This past weekend, it's a lot. Weekend, July so trash. far, July can take a dump. I'm mad. At, yeah, I'm oh, mad I think at it July. did. Took it right on our heads. <laughs> it definitely don't, took don't put my house. don't put that in the care package. Hey, tell me about this uh, this screen replacement. Speaking of the RG35XX, oh, okay. So don't panic. Don't panic. Hold on to your butts. 
Um, I've had a couple of people in our community who have been per- picking up that RG uh, 35XX we've been talking about, which is that handheld Ambernick that plays all the cool retro games up to the PS1. Yeah. And a couple of people have cracked their screens either by dropping them or just looking at them funny, put them in their pockets, whatever. I have no, I've had no problems whatsoever, but I wanted to find out just in case because I was like, oh no, if this happens to me, I want to be able to order. I think they're like 3.2 inch screens or mm. 3.5 inches. It's, it's a little bit larger screen, believe it or not. And I ordered from Alibaba the recommended screen. Uh, and it came in. So it took about two weeks and it was about $22. Uh, and, and here is the raw screen. I'm holding it up. It's got one little ribbon cable. I've watched the teardown video on how to do this. It doesn't look too bad. I'm just going to do a dry run. I'm going to pop that thing open sometime, hopefully maybe this weekend or the next weekend. Mm. And I'm going to try this other screen and kind of compare what this replacement screen looks like compared to the original. Because you're already talking about if you order the Amber Nick, uh, the one we have, it's only like $55 plus shipping. So it's about 60 bucks. So if you consider your time and effort and then another $22 for a screen, eh, if the screen's not at least as good as the original, eh, you're really saving any money yeah. just by not ordering another one. That's a good point. Um, That's a third yeah, so, of the price. Is it worth the rest of the time? It's going to take you to figure that shit out. Yeah. Right. So that's what we're going to find out. I'll also order ones officially from Amber Nick. You can order one directly from those guys, the official screen. Um, and I'm going to get that in very shortly. I hope it was $35 shipped and, uh, we'll find out if it is got the same model numbers and all that stuff. Cause all this stuff comes out of China anyway. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Different. How do you know yeah. for sure that thing is actual screen that'll work for it? Ex- you know? Exactly. So yeah. whenever I, that, that was listed the one I ordered from Alibaba. And if you have a, tr- if you, if you want to know the direct link that I had for that, just let me know in discord or chat or wherever the hell you go. Uh, and I'll let you know. Um, and we'll check both those screens out just to see how those replacement screens are and see if it's worth it or if it's just time just to call it quits and go, well, maybe I'll just order another one and I'll put a screen protector on it this time or something to keep it from happening. I've still never bought anything from Alibaba before, and it's not mm-hmm. because I don't want to. I oh. just have never had a oh. thing to buy. So what do I buy on Alibaba? This, okay, this is, okay. What do you got? What are you doing? Great question. So I wouldn't plan on showing this, but I, I, I was just on Alibaba and I was like, you know, it takes a while. If you get used to the idea of having to wait forever for something, it's, you know, it's a different experience. Order from Amazon all the time, Walmart, those kind of places. It's like, I got to have it tomorrow. Mm. Order Prime Day. It's Prime Week. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me. Um, but I was like, what if I ordered the most popular thing on uh, Alibaba right now? Just most inexpensive, most popular thing they have just to see what trends are going on, I guess, in China or wherever this is affecting. And this is what I got. Five dollars took two weeks to get here. Actually, it arrived quicker than the screen. What is it? It is like this. Let me see if I can get it. Let me see if I is. They are glasses. They're like Tron glasses. And they're okay. There we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, look stupid. at that. I love look it. At that. I love now, it. I, I had to wear it on my contest right now. I got my regular glasses on. So that's no cool. So I've been kind of wearing like a headband. But yeah. Look at this thing. This is this is a lot of fun. And it's just a little it's just a little LED. It's a clear crystal kind of plastic, this form fitted to your head. Mm-hmm. And you just you can cycle through these different colors, including one that cycles through all the colors. Five bucks. It's like even after shipping, the thing was like five seventy five. How do you get stuff over there that isn't in bulk? Because every time I look at anything on Alibaba, it's all like three hundred pieces, hundred and eighty pieces. Like you have to buy bulk. Oh, that's a good question. No, I I have no trouble. I just went straight to their website uh, and I just looked for the most popular deal that day, and it said order this thing for order one. And I was like, yeah, put it in the thing. And hmm. so you know, five bucks, and 
now I'm wearing, uh, you know, two weeks later, I'm wearing these LEDs, fairly decent. And it shocked me because all this stuff has to go through customs. So yeah. it's a totally different experience when you're tracking this kind of stuff, too, because you have to like you have to try to understand what the hell it means when it says it's going to certain places and mm-hmm. what it's doing and trying to guess how long it's going to take. It's to- it's a game in itself. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> these things got shipped in a little bubble mailer. This this fragile plastic ass thing came all the way from China. China. Uh, with <laughs> why did you do it that voice? Of, why that voice? Why did you do that? I told you I got Tourette's of some sort. China. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be offensive. No, all the way I from know. China. Uh-huh. Well, the reason why I said it like that, you know why? You know why I said why, that? Why? You ever heard Tori Amos sing um, from all, all the way to New York? Oh China, yeah, yeah. All the way. She kind of she says it because she's China all the way. And, and so anyway, that's what I was. Oh, okay, okay. Head. No, you're just you're that's, just a big Tori Amos fan. I get it. That's what I was singing in my head. Yeah. Totally so yeah, so it wasn't to be offensive. It was because <laughs> I had I had to finish the song. Mm. It was in my head yes. quickly so we could move on. Then I didn't want anybody to notice. Too late. Scott noticed. Pointed out. All right, here we are. Right. So yeah, this thing, man. Yeah, five bucks. It's quality. It's it is heavy duty uh, plastic. I would wear that. Yeah, dude. So I wear like a Tron headband, even though I want to wear my contacts when I when I do it. I'd take I take really it out. to get it. I get out in What's public that? with that. I wear it at the mall or something. You know. Yeah, I would. This totally is do a. That. I won't do that, but I did, but the, immediately when I saw it, I was like, oh, I want that. And it also happened to be, this was two weeks ago, so this trend is long gone. Um, on TikTok, there was a trend with the, uh, the I'm from outer space, wherever that song is, and you uh, you do the AI translation, and it's supposed to be you if you were like uh, a cyberpunk kind of person. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and people were doing all kinds of stuff, like putting pots in their heads. And then running the the filter and they're, you know, they have some kind of weird electronic thing. And they're saying, I was like, oh, oh, what if I get those? And I do that filter. Of course, the trend is gone now. It's two weeks ago. Yeah. But. Yeah. That trend is done. <laughs> right. Done but with it, that trend. So, yeah. Don't try to keep up with TikTok and AliExpress items. It's thinking line. lineup. This is great. These are great advice. Bits of advice right. from, from you. I like it. I didn't mean to. Sh- I didn't mean to get that route because I was going to. Sh- uh, I was supposed to show you my Mario raccoon hat. Look at that. That I ordered from Amazon came in like in a day. Look at that. Sweet. I need that. Does it fit your Tell head? man. Because I don't, yeah, these nothing are, fits my head. These are official Nintendos and they are very, it is very flexible and it is huge. Even for my big giant noggin. We've really? talked about this before. Even my giant noggin, it fits pretty good. You should have to wear it's, the it's tail. It's a little tight, but it's, you know, it's good. You it's should good. have to wear the tail while you wear it. I agree. I should. Uh, I should order a tail. That should be part of the deal. One of those. Yeah, have that hanging out. No one will think you're weird at all. But but I want the. I don't want to put on the back of the hat. I want to wear it like the, like everybody else does. How do they do it? Oh, in their butt. (laughs) Oh oh, in In, their butt. In your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited for you. Your new cosplay is coming in, baby. All it's right. coming in great, baby. And I'm saving all kinds of money and wasting all kinds of time. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what we all do. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get in. We got stuff. It's banjo time. Here we go. Shall we play a game? Let me tell you about a little, little, little franchise, okay? A uh, British franchise, you might even call it, because it was. Um, it's a video game featuring a, a game. banjo the bear. Kazooie, mm-hmm. this bird named Kazooie. There is no bird named right. Tui. We'll get to that. Okay. Oh, that God, totally. The revelation that we had recently here with this oh. is uh, oh. it's kind of intense. Um, anyway, the series began in '98. That's when we got our first game with the release of Banjo Kazooie on the N64, uh, the Nintendo console, and the series and characters were developed by Rare Entertainment. 
uh, and published by Nintendo. This is a very tight relationship between those two companies. We have mm-hmm. talked about them before. Here is a little bit of what that game sounded like. The bear is annoying. That would be the banjo. Yep, here it is. There's a bird making noise. Here's some gameplay. That's someone talking, I think. Do you want to hear the worst voice in the game? Check this out. Oh, please give it to me. can't find it. It's, it's like this guy. It's, I mean, they really, really that's, like that sound. That's the one that you hate. It's like, nah, nah, see, nah, yeah, nah, nah. It's a grumpy, like, uh, groundhog or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, grumpy groundhog. Yeah, the, uh, so, yeah. yeah, this game did not have the... It, it used that... We call it... It's not sim speak, because this is before that. This is that whole nondescript... Uh, it, here's the flavor of it, right? Here's the tempo. It's like here's words we're saying, and you understand that we're just we're just making up words, but they're done in the tempo of this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and so I, banjo I kind of a am a fan of it, to be honest. I sort of like that in games. I prefer it over trying to voice everything, so I'm actually okay yes. with it. But this particular game's use of some of the voices or the <laughs> are just grating. It's like, going, it makes me want to die. And, and they go on forever. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is, it is crazy, especially if you get a lot of dialogue. So this one, this one's a, this is a rare game. So last week we, uh, last week, two days ago, <laughs> we talked about another game that had translation mm-hmm. and on, on screen text. And this one is, you know, is, is from merry old England. So we're not talking about we're not talking about a, a, a real translation. We're just talking about humor translation. Yeah, translation. And so there's of a humor. lots of there's a lots of text, lots of dialogue going on, lots mm-hmm. of humor, mm-hmm. lots of humor stuff. And so if it's if it's not too bad, if it's kind of short, the little the little uh, there's got to be a word for that for the little <laughs> that little thing. Yeah, it it can get long. It can get long. It's just it's a uh, uh, it's like simlish, but. Yeah, it's, but it's not seamless because seamless is more like yeah, more like nonsense up here. Yeah. Like this is more like taking this is more like taking this is very inspired by cartoons. Yeah, these people were definitely inspired by cartoons of the Bugs Bunny era, and even in the eighties, the late eighties, they got they got some. Oh, they they were definitely influenced by the gummy bears and stuff. There's some trolls and things in here that feel straight up ripoffs of late eighties Saturday morning uh, Disney stuff. And so they they've got a lot more of that kind of personality characters. It's like, oh, I tell you, Mama, I'm a goofy, and you know, it's like, <laughs> and they they do a fine job. You know, this is once again a day and age where uh, you would have somebody on staff on the studio. You you could either you could either hire somebody to come and do some voice acting, or you'd use somebody you know on staff, or maybe a little bit of both. Maybe have somebody you know a few people come in from outside, but no big heavy duty voice acting lifting yeah. right yeah that's true. yeah that's true um from a from a gameplay perspective the game is owes a lot to, to uh, mario 64 in terms of structure uh the game is about collecting these these musical notes a lot like in mario it was collecting the stars and right. you are presented with various levels and those levels uh 
you're right about it featuring a lot more dialogue, but once you actually get to playing, it's a lot of similar stuff. Like I need to f- solve this little quick puzzle so that this unlocks, and then I got to go become a, become an ant for a while because only ants can climb this hill to get this one thing. Was, you know, was he an ant or a termite? Because I thought he was an ant too, but then I mean, he was like so much smaller than the rest of them. And when I was doing my research, I didn't see anywhere they said that Mojo. That's the character that turns you right. He's right. the He's like the witch doctor that we kind of get confused between him and the Crash Bandicoot witch doctor. Yep. Um, he turns into a termite, right? And that's where, by the way, every time you think, oh, Boodabaga, that, that's him in that other game. No, it's him in this. Yeah. It's, it's him making yeah. noise in this thing. I have some of the, that for the second game, but it is so easy to get that 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 uh, face mixed it's, up, or those two masks is, mixed up. It is so easy to do that... Brian spent up until we did that episode of uh, Crash Bandicoot that I had thought I had played Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, but going through our rare retrospective we've been doing the last couple of years, we did the Diddy Kong Racing, which yep. had uh, some of these characters premiere there. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they were already created for other games, they just hadn't been published yet. Right. Uh, Banjo was there. And I always got the two mixed up. I had never played banjo because i never played any banjo game i didn't realize what i missed out on you did miss this out you missed out hard series. hardcore i 100 percented this game when i had it on the n64 and loved it i this loved is it so much better than mario 64 i know there's some people out there who love the mario 64 i always had trouble with it including the controls even though the camera's better in this, way, it's way better. In even this. it's yeah. got to be there's and even though this has way more uh, combinations of moves in Banjo Kazooie because that's what this game's all about. This game is all about you know you spend half your time collecting stuff, you spend the rest of the time learning new combinations on the joystick to do some kind of fancy moves so you can solve more environmental puzzles. And I thought this played excellent. It reminded it. It made me feel like oh. I found the missing link between Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine. That was the next real big one, right? That was the next big uh, the next big platformer. well, the next Mario mainline Mario game was was Sunshine. Yes, that is correct. Okay, Sunshine. So yeah, I always felt like it was disconnected. I'm like, oh, it's like how'd they go from that to this? I'm telling you, man. Rare fed off the Mario 64, and I think these other guys because they work in really tight with each other. I think it also fits. Well, that's what I wanted to say solid. was I don't it's one of those things where without Mario 64, I don't think this game exists. But Yeah, they were they this, were in a totally different direction. They yeah. were doing something called Dreams, right? Right. When and yeah. and by that I just mean like you have that example set, then you come in and you improve on it. And even though you have an IP that isn't well known, nobody knows who these characters are, you're you're having to establish your IP as you play. Um doesn't have the cachet Mario has always had. But it's it stood up on its own. It became very popular. Word of mouth was really strong. Reviews were really strong. Critical reception mm-hmm. was really strong. This was one of the re- or one of the games you mention when you say, "Ooh, 1998, one of the greatest gaming years." Banjo Kazooie yeah. is on that list, yeah, and it's there absolutely. for a reason. It's like in the was it's in the top ten for the most N64 sold games. You got to remember, this is rare. Who eventually was purchased like Nintendo purchased like what forty nine percent of the company mm-hmm. um, at one point in time. Then Microsoft came in and blew all that up thanks a lot microsoft even though we do have the ability to play this game uh on the microsoft now on the uh on the game pass i believe and also rare replay yeah rare replay and and game pass that 
exists. Uh, console only, though. I was checking out trying to play this on the PC Game Pass or even just PC, oh, yeah. Xbox Store, and it's, I can't find it. It's not oh, no, it. I played it. Um, I did have trouble, too, and I ended up going to... And you can play this in the cloud. So I was able to play it on my in my browser. Yeah, cloud makes sense. But um, can you play it? Can yeah, you I download the, the damn thing and like play play it? Like No. Yeah. I don't even know how you would. I mean, did they ever port it? I don't know. That's it's what good, I'm saying. I don't think they ever PC ported it, as far as I yeah, know. Yeah, I, I played it on my mystery FPGA and it ran like a champ and I meant to get my N64 controller out um, because I did have a little bit of controller confusion as we've talked about in the past with, with this particular controller with the one analog stick and uh, but yeah it was it worked it worked fine and, and they solved all that stuff yeah. absolutely if you're trying to play this today unless you're just a retro head and yeah. you got the N64 controller and can get something like a Mayflash USB adapter so you can plug it into your PC I would. I said I played this on my Mister. That's a lie. I played it on RetroArch on my oh, PC. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because it doesn't yeah. have a, a valid uh, N64. I apologize. That, yeah, that's why I think the, the upscale widescreen. I mean, just the visuals are great, but also the, just the adaption to modern controls. I think helps it a lot. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to play it again. I think. Like all. I, the, all why the way. not? I it really is. like it. It's such a fun game, dude. I'm gonna finish this one because. <laughs> I've been meaning to do something that I can finish. And I keep saying, I'm going to finish this, finish this, finish this, finish him. And I'm like, <laughs> see, I got it. I got you whatever did it again. You is. got the T. I yeah. got it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to finish this because you know why? This is just a 10 hour game. If you use like a guide or something, it's a 10 hour oh, game. Oh, yeah, you'll I'm rip like, through it. I could do that. Yeah, you not only rip through that. it, but it feels right. It, it's a very cohesive thing. Now, what's weird is, well, we'll get to the sequel in a second, but I had nothing but love for this when I played it. And right. then I, I basically just forgot the sequel came out. Like I just sort of oh, didn't. I never touched it. I never played it. From from the from the stats, the numbers I saw. This is there. This is the, I'm try, I tried to get into the mindset of what was going on. I read a lot of reviews, and interviews, and stuff about this. We were in a rare, uh-huh, rare <laughs> kind of fatigue yeah. in 2000. So 98 was the first one, and then the second one came out in 2000. Um, we had kind of gotten tired of what we were calling collectathons. And that's what Banjo Kazooie is partly. It is a collectathon. You're collecting, you know, you're collecting those puzzle pieces. They're where they're, where they're jiggies. Yeah. You're collecting the jiggies and you're collecting uh you're collecting music notes so you can unlock areas and uh and navigate through all the all the hub world and everything. Um and that's fine, but it's really not what's important about the game. It is a part of the game, but I think people are getting sick of the collectathon games. Mm. And um, it, I don't think it sold as well as the first one, which is sad because in, initially, anyway, I can't say the total numbers, but initially, I don't. I think they shipped three million copies of the first one, yeah. one point five million. It's still those very are good. All just it's a very good. Those game. are things that I read, and I may have them in totally the wrong order. Don't quote me on those. But the, the one I want, uh, yes, is here's what I want. We're we're in a time where tell square, me what you want. Square, <laughs> where Square and everybody else is doing like major remakes, like proper remakes, not just remasters, not upresers, but this is a remade game, right? They're doing that with right. Final Fantasy VII. They're doing it with a whole bunch of other stuff, and they've got even more coming. And they're not the only ones. Like the Crash Bandicoot games, all remade, including the right. Crash Team Racing. It's very good. Um, I'd kill for this to be remade. And I, I, would I mean remade, too. brand new engine. We- you know the fur and feathers look real. We know what we're capable of now, right? Right. And oh, it has to I'd be. Do it. I do it tomorrow. It has to be on the Switch. I hate to break it to you, Microsoft. And Microsoft's been pretty cool about this. I think Spencer has said, you know, he's pretty cool with 
you know, if they wanted to do, if he, he basically passed the buck. If I remember these, if I remember everything that I've read, which I read a lot in two days, mm. um, they were yeah, like, we had yeah, to haul ass by the way, cause we did a show on Sunday and yeah. it's already Wednesday and we're just like, Oh my gosh, we got to hurry up and do another show. Yeah. How many days to do Banjo Kazooie? How about two days? <laughs> Perfect. Let's go. Um, so yeah, it seems like he, his, it seemed their the attitude was rare. If, if this is going to happen, this is going to be on rare. Microsoft isn't pushing this. We don't think there's necessarily, we don't have an opinion on this. If rare wants to do this, let them pursue it. And it feels like it, it, whatever is left of rare, whoever is still there, I rhymed just like, uh, just like the, the witch in this game. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, they, that is up to them to do it, to, to, to gauge the interest and to do it. And that's the question is, is there something about any of this that could stand out to kind of sell stuff? Like it, it would a remaster would be a cheap way to do it. Right. You just, you just up some graphics you, you tighten up some controls. You don't put a lot into it. You you, you throw it in as part of game. Well, again, like if something. they want to do it properly, and so the good example or mo- the most direct comparable example is probably the, um, the Crash Bandicoot remakes. Those right. are straight up remakes. Like they're yeah, they're still the same game. You know, essentially the same game underneath, but the graphical fidelity, meaning the not just upres. We're talking like new engine. Right um, is is very apparent. They're, those are beautifully remade games, and they look like modern games. That's what I want this treatment to be. I, I, I want to see it like the Spyro trilogy. I'm I'm suffering right now to try oh, to remember. Same deal. What same team, deal. Those look. What great. team brought that? Who brought that together? I can't remember what team brought that together. But the Spyro trilogy was fantastic. Yeah, and if that's worth doing, this is worth doing. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. If you're going to do Spyro, freaking do Banjo Kazooie, you weirdos. Spyro. Well, that's the question because. I thought about the same thing too. These are all questions that I thought about very deeply in the last couple of days. Let's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I couldn't sleep. I'm like, oh my god, what if they did? Why wouldn't they do this? Yeah. Did, are there? But then I was thinking about it. You know, they still a lot of people still buy Spyro merchandise every year, even though Spyro hasn't been around forever, except for the trilogy stuff. And even before then, people are still enamored with the character Spyro. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen. Oh, there's a lot of love when I mention it. I'm like, oh, Banjo Kazooie, and everybody's like, oh, I love that. But nobody <sighs> seems to have a Banjo-Kazooie shirt wearing or little figurines or anything. People don't seem to be putting their money where their mouth is. Mm. But I'm not sure. Maybe it's just because it's just now. If if nobody's making it to buy, though, that's not their fault. Like I'm, What I'm saying is I think the fan base is there. I think there's a whole bunch of 30-somethings now that grew up as a little kid with this game. 25 years now. That is the sweet spot for a major nostalgia revisit with a with a uh, with a generation that now has questionably disposable income yeah yeah quite, <laughs> it depends on who you ask right now how disposable right right is, right but, so but yeah prime it's prime pickings for this if it ever had a chance to resurge i think you're right one of the problems of course is the rare guys rare had a sh- shake up especially after the microsoft buyout yeah. a lot of the talent the con- the comedic timing the, these guys were, this is a real kind of a special team. You had this combination of, you know, they were really in touch with what was going on at the time. They was really kind of hip with the humor. You need that kind of to, to, to jail back in. If you just played the game ukulele, uh, the Platonic game that was, mm-hmm. that, that like some of the rare guys uh, went over to, that was in 2017. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was good. That was a lot like could, this um, in a lot of ways. I would also, but I would argue their second game, the ukulele 
Uh, it's not, not as even good. A, it's a stand. No, that one's better. I prefer, oh, you think it's better? That, okay. That's that 2.5D side scrolling business is really good. It's really handled well. Why not just though? Why not just though banjo? Because I mean, they're already. It's kind of the, already the same idea. You got ukulele as this like two characters together, and they and and together they do special things. Why not just though banjo in that engine? Because that engine still looks good. No, it looks I think great. They even have yeah. a newer engine. Now, yeah, it's basically they? new. And that's the other thing is that Kickstarter did extremely well. That to me tells me there's a market because people went, ooh, the people that made banjo kazooie, sure, I'll do it. I wish it was yeah. banjo kazooie but that's fine if it's something else because they don't own that now like people were willing to belly up i just i don't know i don't know how play retro sh- play retro show at gmail.com or play retro show on twitter uh let us know what what you think is is are you interested in a banjo kazooie would you put money where your mouth is yes would you pull would you pull would you would you poke the beak in your backpack and say hey hand me some money would I pay $49 for, you know what you do? You make both games, sure. this and Tui, one package, all remade. Yes. Uh, it's like 20 hours worth of gameplay. You sell that for 49 bucks, all in a new engine. You give it the full treatment like you did the dragon game you mentioned. Uh, what's it called? I forgot already. Spyro. Spyro. Spyro the dragon. Yeah, that or the way they did the, the Bandicoot remakes. I'm there day one. I'll play the your insane, game. Tr- the insane trilogy for the Crash Bandicoots. I would totally, I would totally, and you know what you could include, you could, there's actually three, you could even include, you could even include that trash, uh, uh, Game Boy Advance game. Yeah, that thing's not as great. It's okay. Yeah. It's not the worst, but it's pretty. I mean, they got Nuts and Bolts from 2005. Would that be worth Dude, remaking? Dude, Nuts and Maybe. Bolts is so good. People yeah, don't even I, know. It's so good. Would it good. need to be remade though? Because that's a little more modern. Would it need to no, be? No, I don't think that, that game still looks really nice. It's a yeah. very, very nice looking game. I mean, it basically mm-hmm. is, the 360 is basically a Switch. Yeah, in terms of capability. So if you like how Nintendo games look on the Switch, you'll like how yeah. nuts and bolts so look on a. Don't do anything know. to it. Include it in the bundle. I don't have it. Do that, like you said. I give my fifty bucks. Now maybe, maybe that's we're what I'm going to do. I don't know. Maybe mine. Maybe I need to just play a uh, nuts and bolts. Is awesome. I may just start nuts and bolts again. Maybe that's what there I you do. Go. Yeah, you that's know? what we should. We still both should do. Hey, won't you? Hey, hey, whoever still is around rare, this still with rare why don't why don't you go uh go find a a, a mound of dirt somewhere and see if you can get yourself a bottles the mole uh to to upgrade our level please yeah. thank so, you yeah i think you could work that out appreciate yeah. it yeah uh all right let's talk now about the follow-up this Wait, is, well, i want to oh, talk yeah. about the story real quick before we move on to oh yeah go ahead step. go ahead it's, it's pretty much the story all the way through we got uh what's her name gruntilda is that her name gruntilla yeah. gruntilla tilda tilda Gruntilda, Gruntildi, Gruntildi. Gruntildi. Uh, she, she, she starts Tilda. out. So for whatever reason, Banjo the bear and his emotional support pet live in the spiral mountains area. Mm-hmm. And above them is the witch's lair. And she's got kind of, she's like playing a couple of roles. She's got kind of like a, she's like all the tropes she's got. She's got like a Franken, Dr. Frankenstein trope going on with like, you know, little, little minions running around, you know, hunchback and helping her. Uh, and, and then she's kind of also partially, she's, she's the witch from snow white. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just took all the fairy tale stuff and just like shoved it together. She's like the witch from snow white because she wants to, uh, kidnap Banjo's sister, Tootie, Tootie Fruity. No, where's her name? Tootie, Tootie. Well, what'll be her last name? Does she have a last name? I don't think she has a last right. name. I could be wrong. No. Um, and she wants to kidnap her because she's the fairest in the land. And uh, then in this next one we're about to talk about uh, turns to the three witches. Remember the three witches story? I do remember the the, three witches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So they use a lot of, they use a lot of ideas that people are familiar with. Let's put it that way. 
And that's because they started off the game, Banjo-Kazooie, if you didn't know it, it was going to be an RPG, and it was going to be called, and if you ever want to look this up, Dream Land of Giants. It was an unreleased RPG yeah. that Rare started out with, and that was uh, that was brought in by Greg Malays, 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 I don't Malaise. know, something like that. Tutti Frutti. Yeah. Tutti Frutti. He's the, he's the, the creative <laughs> director. Anyway, it, it kind of morphed into what became... Banjo Kazooie, yeah, and so that's what we got. Sometimes that happens, especially in these old games yeah. where they're breaking new ground. It's like ah, we started on a thing and we changed directions midway and we pivoted. We pivoted. Pivot. Pivot. Well, pivot. now let, let's pivot to two. This was uh, literally called Banjo. Well, we'll get to it in a second. It was called Banjo Tooie. Right. Brian, me, and everyone else alive <laughs> assumed <laughs> that it was a new character that hung around you called Tooie, like a replacement bird or some shit. That's exactly what I thought for yep. until like a week ago. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I know, what, I know what Banjo Tui is. Absolutely, that's where Banjo is doing. You know, he's 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 went to the next episode and he's got a new character, right? Yep. Maybe like a young a young bird or a different bird. No, no, stupid. No, nope. it's it's a clever. It's play. just a clever way of saying two. <laughs> it's the part two is what they're saying. It's not even that clever. No. And I was just, I was just too dumb. Not really. But uh, anyway, this is what this sounded like. A little more banjo. More rock and music. Now, as you go along here, let's see if I can find it. Uh, where's that? To- oh, yeah, this talking guy. Is that Mumbo? Mumbo. Mumbo number five. Pretty great, right? So there's another one. So as you can tell, there's a lot of yabbering and yabbering on this one too. There's a lot of, oh yeah, a lot of just talking. You thought the first one had story? Oh yeah, there's a lot. Um, there's like that that first intro video. Yeah. By the way, this is not a spoiler, but let's just say bottles bites it at the very beginning. Yep. Of it's the a, second one. It's a bit of gnarly, uh, gnarly violence. There's some violence. There's yeah. Some oh yeah. No, you need to deal with some loss in this game. In yeah. those games, these games, as fun as they are, you know, they're kind of goofy. There's mm-hmm. some problems. Anyway, this I never played Tui. I don't know why. I didn't. Um, honestly, part of what turned me off was like, oh, there's a new character. That's lame. I want to play with the bird. Ex- that's funny. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I was like, oh. They're just gonna ride this train all the way into the station. Yep. What's a Tui gonna be? Is it gonna be some kind of other bird? I'm like, ah, get yeah. away from me! And this is probably what hurt this. Maybe it's what hurt. It it's so probably bad. what hurt sales. I bet it threw people <laughs> off. Because why wouldn't you say Banjo Kazooie too? You were diminishing the power of the freaking bird. You were trying bird. to be clever, right? And you screwed it all up. Yeah. Not only were you trying to be clever, you are you right. are discounting the power of the damn bird. The bird matters. Yeah. It's yeah. not just some accessory. Bir- he matters. The bird is paramount. If you've played Banjo Kazooie, which I did for the first time this past week to any real effect the bird has all the power banjo is pointless because in this one you get to find out just that when they separate there's parts where they separate and you just play as banjo and they have to like give him they have to give him some powers they have to nerf him up to 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 make him even playable because otherwise he's pretty useless mm-hmm. yeah he's without uh the, without the tattoo he's he's the muscle that carries the bird that's about it yeah you know he's movement i suppose 
but the he bird has, has a backpack all the skills. and a sister. That's his whole role. That's <laughs> his whole thing in life. <laughs> He's got a backpack and a sister. Yeah, that's, what, that's all I got. Um, but he, but it's uh, from what, from everything I've read and heard, it was a good game. The yeah. second one, I mean, uh, excuse me, and I didn't play it then, and I didn't have time this week because we were so rushed. I only had time for uh, uh, the first one, but. The week, yeah, you call, you keep calling it a week. It was two days, guys. Two days, yeah, it was just too <laughs> it was much. Two days, I couldn't get it done. But um, by all accounts, it's like more of what you like. Here you go. Yeah, you know, go collect some more up, shit. I stayed up late playing this one because I felt so bad. I was like, oh, I got to play. Well, first of all, I was up late anyway, and I wasn't feeling well. Yeah, I was, I was going back back and forth between not being asleep and sweating profusely. It was it was a terrible night. Anyway, that's not. I got into that. I'm sorry, that's not supposed to play. But yeah. that's, I don't like hearing that. I don't like that you were that out of it, man. That's oh, like, I was so I was so uncomfortable. So I, I said, you know what? Bump it. Getting up, play me some banjo tui, and I did. And man, this one looks better. There's more. It seems like there's. I'm not sure about this. This is this is where it gets kind of loose in the in the in the rails. But uh, the banjo tui. It seems like there's more frames of animation. Now this is 3D stuff, right? This is we're in the full 3D era here. Yeah. Um. And the the, the animation's smoother. Uh. The, the 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 so you know in the first one there was lots of times you'd be rolling along. Banjo does this little tuck and roll thing he does, which is really cool. In this one, they made it so that uh that Kazooie uh kind of like held you like in like almost like uh like had the had the right. feathers right. on the outside like uh, like what what are those uh, dread the the terrible ones the 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 robots in the uh in the Phantom Menace what are those things called oh the, uh, uh, which uh, ones the oh Phantom Menace the, uh, the roller the roller bots the the ones that whoop, uh, and they, ro- da, and they roll like da, Metroid and they roll around destroy <laughs> destroyer destroyer destroyers bots, destroyer I droids right. I think it's just destroyer or something like that I think you're right shit. Anyway, yeah. Kazooie, he does that. He does this like thing and it, it just rolls so much smoother. The controls, uh, the controls are so much better. Everything about this game, as far as gameplay and interactivity with the game is so much better where it falls I, off the I, rails a little bit. Yeah. They try to make it, they, they try to bring even more variation of gameplay and they introduce a whole bunch of new moves yeah. to the point that it becomes too difficult it's, it's like much. okay now yeah. you yeah now now i don't feel like i've got a i don't i don't feel like i have an even experience is this a better game the gameplay i think is actually better is the game as a whole better mm, i think the the sampling size of the first one tasted better to me even mm. though this one definitely has its advantages well that's the that's the fine line these companies have to walk they don't want to do feature creep and uh right sometimes you just it's just a little too much you know and there was so much you don't we don't experience it as much now but there was so much pressure during this time to a company would get uh known for a particular type of gameplay or game style and every time they release something new critics would be like uh it's just more of the same more of the same so you had to break the mold because they got a lot of pressure from critics that this was, you know, just more of the same. It's just why even buy it? Why spend money if all you're going to do is just have a continuation of the same story? Yeah, people thought it was we kind s- of a uh, uh, expansion, you know. Yeah, we kind of solved that by by doing expansions. I think some companies found a way to, you know, to like half price something for an expansion. Don't not quite as much full price, and people were starting to see that. People were starting to notice that. So this this game got most of the flack it got was not from the beautiful gameplay or nothing else. Cause it was a fine game. It's sure. It's, it is solid. They made some really good, uh, improvements on how it plays. Um, 
but yeah, they they're they're probably the biggest detractors. Were like, well, this is just banjo kazooie. Well, but also, guess what was about to happen in the year two thousand? <laughs> we in were the year two thousand, we were, we were sixty four was about to go. Yeah, oh. we were about to have a massive rollover on hardware uh, on everybody, yeah. not not just Nintendo. Everybody was about to do something big, and uh, Sony had entered the space first. I think with with PS two. Well, first was um, a Dreamcast, but PS two yeah. was pretty quick after that. And I think it was even out when this game was out. So it was just, I don't know. I felt like people were were moving on. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. I feel like the N64 lifecycle was very quick. And that's, it just felt like it just came and went just in a breeze. It was quick. And Even though it was yeah, really, this, it's basically just like the PS1. Yeah. Life, lifespan wise, it still feels shorter. It's weird. Yeah. But Banjo, Banjo Tui, more of the same stuff. But it was it was set chronologically uh, two years later, as well as released two years later after the first one. Um, uh, the the witch is back. She's not rhyming anymore. I was a little disappointed in that. I really loved her banter when you were walking through uh, the the first levels. This is this is kind of an idea of what how this game works. Both the all the games they you you ex- something something happens, and you have to go on an adventure to rescue somebody. The first one was two to your sister. You have to make it to the witch's lair along the way. You've got to learn stuff about the witch because you find out later in the later parts of the game, you need that information to be able to defeat her. So there's basically just one big boss and there's only so many paths to go. They're interesting paths, but you have to get there. Yeah. More of that here, but now Gruntilda's two sisters have shown up. Gruntilda is pulled from the, from under a rock because that's where she had laid. She's a skeleton. Now, there's a lot of death. Yep. There's so much death in this. A lot one. of death. A lot of death. A lot of death. Uh, uh, sub subtext. Dark death business. Yeah. yeah. Dark humor. Uh, conquers bad fur day sex jokes. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, they got to start crossing over, right? They got to start doing some of their uh, rare crossover talk. That's right. But just you getting you getting the puzzle uh, the elements again. You're still collecting feathers, so you can do all these special. You know, so Kazooie can fly. You're doing the song notes. Yeah. Song notes are improved. And one thing we haven't even talked about, and I don't even know if you know anything about this. I knew nothing about it, but anybody who's a banjo head or a Kazooie, Kazooie beak, whatever you want to say. <laughs> That's what the real fans are known are. as. Yeah. Right. Right. There was a, there was a swap thing that you could do. Did you know about this? No. Oh, you I ever, knew about the, I knew about the, you're talking about the split screen thing. No, 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 no. Oh. This is where, this is where they had this idea. They had this idea at rare because the N64 had this, Early in his life, it had this thing where if you pulled a cart out for like 10 seconds, some of that cart would still exist. Oh, right. Yes. Hot swappable, hot swappable cartridges. Yes. Right. So it, would, it, would, it, would yeah. sit, it would sit in there for like about 10 seconds. Yeah. And then if you plugged in, if you swapped, if you stopped and swapped the game out to like Banjo-Tooie, yeah. you would be able to uh, introduce some unlocked things some into elements, that cart. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. Smart. I do remember this now. Yeah. Brilliant. So stop and I think it's stop and swap. And that's what you would do. You'd pull the card out and you put the in. Uh, but Nintendo said, no rare. That is way cool. But 
we can't have that probably for concerns of probably all kinds of bullshit, probably all kinds of things, hacker shit or whatever, hacker okay. stuff. But they really said, Oh, just wear and tear on the carts. I'm like, nobody's gonna be pulling it out. Nobody's gonna be like, swap, 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 swap. They might be doing it that much, but you know, you're gonna be doing it some, but they, they were saying that, but my guess is probably, yeah, we don't want any more breakable points where hackers can get in here and do whatever the hell. They're yeah. Gonna Cause do. somebody's so, going to figure out, Oh, if you do the timing just right and you pull this one out and swap it in with Zelda and then now it right. unlocks, uh, I don't know what it would do. It unlock a whole right. new <laughs> Zelda game or who knows? Like, so I, they, yeah. they, yeah. So Nintendo said one second. So I guess for whatever reason, they dropped it down to one second, which is way too, that's more like stopping. Ah, freak out because there's no way you're going to get the other. Card yeah. You want to break something. Give me one second. Yeah. Then I'll break it. Nintendo. <laughs> so there's there's this unlockable stuff that is in uh in these games that is that talks about the the stop and swap. Uh and so for years no one would come out and say what it was. And so it became legend uh, about yeah. this, you know, what what was the mystery behind all of this? And that's basically what it was. It was the ability to uh unlock certain parts. But it was really smart. I mean, it was very forward thinking in 64 you're looking at, you know, save continuations, I bet you what you're talking about. That's what we've seen games do that a lot since then, where, you know, you finish one game, you know, it's going to be a series, and then you carry over that character or some element or something to the next game. It's a good way to keep, you know, keep, uh, keep faithful buyers, right? Yeah. It's a good way. It's smart. Yeah, it's I smart. agree. I agree. It's a lot like what am- Amiibos do now, you know? Yeah. Like they eventually, they have- Microsoft eventually made use of this. So I, I, I'm not sure which version it is, but one of these versions on Microsoft does allow you to do somewhat of the stop and swap, even though it's not, you don't pull anything out or yeah. cart or anything like that. Sure. I well, just found that fascinating. Sorry, I, mean, I didn't mean to detract too no, much. No, 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 it's good. It's uh, that, our kind jiggies, of, that stuff is interesting for sure. Uh, now let's talk about maybe the least good thing in the entire list. Let's not talk about it. Uh, we're doing it. It's happening. <laughs> this is <Time> called <laughs> Banjo, uh, Banjo Kazooie Grunty's Revenge. Grunty, which sounds Gruntilda, gross. That's right. Gruntilda's nickname is Grunty. Yep. And now we're in 2D Sprite Land, and it sounds a bit like this. More of that music, you know the you know the drill. Okay, here's some great voice work. Uh, it is, it, it makes the attempt to make the experience happen in a, in a 2d pre-rendered way. Yeah. 2.5. Correct. They, these are sprites. So, uh, the backgrounds may be 3d, but we're definitely falling back to the sprites. That's the reason why we included a 2003 game in our retro respective, because this actually goes, uh, the graphics wise, it's less powerful, um, than, uh, than your N64. So they had to scale it back and boy, when you scale this up from a size that is not what the 2.5 inch screen or whatever it is that's on the uh, on this particular version, the Game Boy Advance, um, yeah. it looks like butthole. It looks like butthole. It, it <laughs> looks not, like butthole, but yeah. that's fine. That's fine. <clears throat> Does not scale very well. I've actually learned something about this whole era recently, and and one of the games that I actually really enjoy, but I think it suffers from the same problem graphically, is Mario Golf on the GBA, right? Uh, Advance Tour. They there was this hot moment there where pre-rendered sprites. I don't mean like cool hand-drawn sprites, right, but like right. pre-rendered, uh, like three D Studio Max looking shit. You mean was, like uh, you mean like rares, uh, Kong Country? Kind of like that, but right. worse. 
Um, but it started, way worse. It started looking real rough. I thought that whole that whole style, its life was limited. I, I really feel like it doesn't oh, hold yeah. up very well. And uh, this game's full of that. Just tons. It, of it doesn't hold up. Donkey Kong Country looks so good. They had rare had jumped. So after they got through doing a bunch of SNES stuff uh, with Nintendo, they decided to jump right into the 3D world. They saw what was going to happen even before the N64 came out, uh, which, you know, they 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 knew what was going to happen. So they got some silicon graphics machines while they were still developing things for the SNES. And they made uh, that Donkey Kong Country we had talked about. And it was mind blowing at the time because all we all we'd ever seen was, you know, hand drawn sprites up at that point. But now we had like some 3d fully shaded it was such a unique look but it, it does have a very short very short lifespan life. yeah i'm right. afraid like i don't know i have to admit the idle animation here that we're looking at it's kind of impressive oh, yeah. they're putting a lot of frames in here yeah um yeah. but the actual <clears throat> little rendered dudes it's just not i don't know it wasn't gonna mojo mojo's going that guy's a real mumbo it's uh, it's not that great. It's kind of hard to play and a little clunky, and I don't think it controls that well. So I would kind of agree. I would I would kind of um, advise not playing Grunty's Revenge. Yeah, two point five. If it, if you're actually playing it on a real Game Boy Advance, it might be okay. But at any screen size larger than that, it does not scale up, and it is painfully painfully obvious. The audio's a little bit rough. The N sixty four sounds much better, and this is already a game that borders on loud right it's yeah. a trying to appeal to young people and it's so it borders on loud and when you don't nail that just right you just get obnoxious and i i apologize if, if this is anyone anybody's favorite yeah if this is your favorite game apologies it's but fine it's, you can sh- you can love it this could for whatever reason it's probably nostalgia <laughs> but for whatever reason it's fine this actually is the is actually it's the third installment of the banjo kazooie but is the second chronologically right um I think this has the doesn't this have the grunty the grunt the grunty gruntilda mech or whatever it is. Yeah, I always love the that. witch mech. Why thing. do I? Why am I such a sucker for that? If you make your bad guy is one way, and then like to to upgrade them to to make them even more badass, you turn them into a mecha. I know why. Do you want to know I why? Just love it. I why. I'll love tell you it. why. Tell because me, we just why. we we learned why when we did our uh, Wolfenstein retrospective when they put this Hitler. Is true. Yeah, if you mecha Hitler, yeah, I am not a Hitler fan. But if you mecha Hitler me, I'm like, oh, you can't hate. I'm you not. Can't a, hate. I'm not a Hitler fan. <laughs> I'm not a Hitler fan at all. You but know, mecha Hitler, he can't hate. Yeah, unfortunately, we live in a time where some people are fans again, and so it does it does it does require that to say that. But I remember growing up, you would never, nobody would ever say they're a Hitler fan. <laughs> you didn't have to. You didn't, I didn't have, have to, to have yeah. that little. Uh, not a Hitler fan. I'm getting a shirt. It says it right there. Exactly. Well, anyway, now let's go kart racing, everyone. Let's let's play the GBA game that I actually quite like. Oh, uh, there's a game out there called Banjo Pilot, and it sounds like this. Oh, we got like airplane shit. I wonder what that's about. Oh, listen to that. Jeez Louise. So uh, if that sounds like a raucous, f- uh, fun racing game, well, you'd be you'd be right. Um, this is, uh, again, a 2.5D piece of business on the GBA. Um, plays like Mario Kart and, uh, you know, uh, Diddy Kong hey, Racing. look at that. Doesn't all just come back around? So Banjo-Kazooie 
is basically just doing Diddy Kong racing. Because mm -hmm. he's back, right? Mm -hmm. Is this Diddy Kong? He's got to start officially in, in, in our eyes anyway. And so you're and flying, he's flying again. It's not not yeah. cars. It's like a hover. They don't really fly because you're not going very vertical. But right. But uh, it's like you know, pod racing. Yeah, like pod racing kind of time. And it's fun. It's a fun Mario Kart ripoff. And yeah. I like this game. Um, I can play this game for stretches of time and enjoy myself. And it's good because, so once again, it is uh, it is a sprite-based game. It's so still in the Game Boy Advance. But for some reason, card games look really good. I mean, even, even when Mario Kart still is sprite-based, even when they didn't have to. But they did it to improve performance. Yep. And it, it just always works. I guess it's because, you know, it's just there's only so many positions that yeah. you have to see from behind. Correct. Right? Correct. So it's and, good stuff. And this game features a weapon that you can have all the time. Um, and it's like shoots little nuts out. And uh, you can. Is it nuts or right? Is it the honeycombs? Because, OK, so honeycombs. They might be and bees. Eggs. <laughs> yeah, it might be bees. You're right. Yeah. Because honeycombs, bees. I didn't play this one at all because this is 2005. Oh, you should. It's um, so fun. It's good, dude. I, I got to go back and play it. That's so, good. yeah, the, the thematically is probably going to either be honeycombs or, like you said, bees or maybe some blue eggs. Red eggs, I think, came along later in the in the Tui, mm -hmm. the banjo tatui. So oh, you got Jingos, Red Tilda, <laughs> yeah. Mumbo. You got Humbo Mumbo. You got all the all the classics there. Jumping uh, Mario Kart. I love this game. I really, really like it. And I like these in general. I'm a big kart racer fan. I do, and I'm not yeah. like so precious. It has to be Mario every time. I like Crash right. Team Racing. I like this. I, I like, love uh, the, I love that stupid. Uh, oh, there's Garfield Racing. I like stupid SpongeBob Racing. Same. Hard Man, same. You, throw, you throw some characters from a beloved franchise yep. on a cart. Yep. You know what I want more than I'm anything? Down. And they just never do it. But I would pay for this. I want Mortal Kombat Racing. <laughs> and I want kart racing, is, but I want MK characters. I want them doing Dude. their stuff. So, like, if you're Jax, you fire your arms behind you or whatever. Uh, <laughs> if you're, you know, Scorpion, you, <laughs> you, you, you just say, get over Dude. here, and you and you pull a guy to you. Like, I want oh, that Dude, so bad. That, that is an amazing idea. I would totally play a Mortal Kombat kart racer. I mean. And you've already got God, the Ks. Would... Look at all the Ks. You go M, you go Mortal. Yeah. Combat with a K, cart oh, racing, love it or something. Oh, that is brilliant. Why is there not that? Make it bloody. You know, you're you're that you're should... like really wrecking people when you're when you're getting them when they go behind you or the abilities are just gross. Like, why aren't they making oh. that game? I mean, okay, look, we've already rebooted the franchise, basically, right? That's what we're doing now with this. Yeah, this new one's a new. It's a whole new reimagining kind of. Yeah, sort of. so we've already done it. We've done. We obviously done everything. We're mm. reimagining. Time to make the cart. I agree with Scott. It's time to make the. Cart. It's time. It's past time. Mortal Mortal Kart Bat. Yeah. More <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Don't call it Why Mortal not? Com Cart Com uh, Com Bart. Cart Bat. Cart Bat. Cart Bat. All right. Mortal Kombat Cart Bat. You're sticking with Cart Bat. I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go play this little card game. It's fun. It's good. Banjo Pilot. It's called Banjo Pilot. And uh, these are great games. Uh, I think, uh, with the exception of Grunty's Grunty or whatever, take, dropping a Grunty. Yeah, Grunty's McGruntles. Um, these are all worth checking out again. And if you've got, like we say, a Game Pass, or uh, you can just straight up buy it. But if you have an Xbox, you can play it. I don't. I wish it was on PC. Uh, Brian's right. You can play it over the cloud, mm -hmm. which is probably worth uh, that. But this is all making it's, me just want to go play it. I think I'm going to play it. 
it played fine. I played it. Uh, it played fine over the over the, in my little browser. It was fine. Combat. Hey, did you know that? Carts. I do want to mention Sorry. one last thing. Yeah. Because this made me laugh. Go. So in the game, Banjo Kazooie characters, yeah. uh, you know, they would always say weird, weird crap, and and uh, there's one thing um, that kind of gets a little blue, uh, and they and they pulled all of that mumbly language mm -hmm. from things that were around them. So they may have heard some person say something. So you're inventing a language essentially. And so one of those things I read on thegamer.com, 15 shocking things you never knew about Banjo-Kazooie, was how Omi-Knackers became <laughs> Uminaka. Um, Uminaka. So Umanaka, Uminakas, Ominakas. So there was there was a guy there that worked, uh, Greg uh, Kirkhope, who worked at uh, Rare, uh, who was worried he might have serious health problems, so he often showed up late to the studio after leaving the doctor. As this is this is British people, you got to remember that. Uh, as he walked up the corridors, he would shout, "Oh, me knackers!" I mean that. That's what was he talking about? His testicles or his what? Testicles. Okay, the testicles. Those so are his knackers. This, okay, yeah, his knackers. Oh, me knackers! <laughs> um, so if you ever if you ever late for work, that's definitely the excuse to go with. Well, why did they, the they, did they hurt? Did they hurt because they thought there was something wrong with them, or did the doctor do something that made them hurt? Good question. Know? Okay, but they found it humorous, and they and they and they made the phrase into Ominacker. Ominacker. So yeah, so if you hear that in there, that's that's what's going. On. That's what's going on there. You're right. knackers. That's some fun side note there that you just introduced. <laughs> but that's how blue rare was. They had a very. <clears throat> they were rare was good at being a little blue. Yeah, but not in your face blue. It was good. Yeah, I get it. Like, not you know, enough. You, how about how about this? Enough to make you snicker. But not enough to make your mom go turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's never enough to make my mom do that anymore. She won't right. do that now. All right, let's get to the uh, let's get right right to where the rubber meets the road. Yeah, that's right. It's uh -oh. guess our game. Destroy it. <laughs> All right, it's uh, guess our game time. We play audio from an old game and we try to guess what each other brought. We have three questions we can ask. We give a little hints at the top. I'm going to start. My game is from 1993. And it is on the Sega Genesis, Brian. Oh, the Sega Genesis. I have one of those. Yeah, I do have a few of those now. Um, oh. I'm going to go ahead and play it. You, 93 is the year. Let's see if you can figure it out. Here you go. That is Genesis is all get out. Oh, yeah. Too bad this game's not called get with, Guess Which System. Yeah, no, you get it immediately. some gameplay oh oh i know this oh i played the hell out of this what is this it's um it was very popular oh yeah 1993 sega genesis yep um what's your first question we not already did this one i don't think so wow this sounds super familiar it's possible because we're gonna probably start doing that by accident you know right right um, oh, Jesus, I'm going to be so mad. I've played this recently, whatever the hell this is. All right, so let's start guessing shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, was this um, was this a Sega property? Is this something that Sega was was making, or is it a third party? Yes, and I will, I will give you additional information. It is a Sega okay. title and includes Sega intellectual property, but it is based on something that already exists. As a popular okay. thing, but they popular put thing. their gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They okay. kind of skinned it and called it their own. 
if that helps. Let's skin that puppy. And call it and call it her Yep. Um. All right. So okay. So it is an electric property. Is it? It is. Uh, so this is okay. Um. Sprite based. Um. It's gonna be. Is is this? Uh. Okay. So we gotta ask the normal questions. Is it a platformer? Uh. No. This. Well, let me think no. how you did oh. classify this. No. This is not a platformer. Not a platformer. Interesting. Yep. I will say that there's a character involved from a platformer. If that, oh, if, if that helps. a character from a platformer. Uh huh. Is there fighting involved? Um, there is a versus mode, but no fighting in a traditional sense. There's no like punching or anything like that or shooting. No shooting or fighting, but there is fight. So it's a competition. So it's kind of. Uh, don't look at the chat, but they someone got it in the oh, chat. Right, 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 right. But don't. Um, look. Okay, so it's 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 and no, fighting. Zoe. So it's, it's a competition, but it's not fighting. So he says Sega Genesis. Zoe that? says bloop bloop choplifter. That is incorrect. Not correct. Okay, I'm going. With, I'm going with bloop bloop choplifter. I've <laughs> definitely played this game recently. I'm going to be so mad when you tell me what it is. Well, you got at least one more question, right? I think. Oh, do I? Okay, okay. Um. It's kind of spooky too. It's kind of like a spooky sound going on. Yeah, I would say uh, let's say it has a dastardly tone. Dastardly. Oh, 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 oh. That's weird. Now you're making me think it's wacky races. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it is. You have to decide. Because uh, you said dastardly is a competition, but it's not a fight. Shit. I'm going to be so mad when you tell me what this is. Is it Bob? Uh, let's, let's see. Is it Bob? <laughs> it's not Bob. I'm uh, wanting to play Bob. I know I was playing Bob the other week. And so I'm thinking maybe that's what's triggering my mind. That's the only thing I've played recently that was on the Genesis. Yeah. I can't think of anything well, else. See it's not it's, wacky races. We'll see if it's Bob. Give it to me. Definitely not Bob. It is it. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Oh, that's okay. We haven't done yeah, that before, I did play right? That not too long ago. But we have definitely not done this on the show. I think I, think. I think I did that one to you. Did you? I think I've done it to you. So you haven't done it to me before. I think I actually, this was an <laughs> really? early one, I believe. We need somebody out there, I don't know who, maybe Bombats or somebody who's smart to uh, figure out a way Convert to database. Our spreadsheet. Yeah, convert, figure out a way to, to get all the ones we've done. So that we don't do them again. You know we, got what I mean? a, we get an email. We got an email with a big spreadsheet, and I, I try to check it. But man, if we could like just do be lazy. Yeah, I want to be lazy. <laughs> I want to not do extra work. If is you what could, I want to do. If you could be lazy, but that's a really good one. Dadgummit! Yeah. I knew I had played that not long. That was another one I had played. I had played Bob, and I had played. Uh, I had played this not too long ago. But this is one of those ones. For some reason, it's in my ROM collection at a certain area that I always end up running it when i'm testing stuff yeah it's good for that and so it's, it's got good background music it's just so good yeah and it's been it. the point you know it's based on poyo poyo which is the same damn game but it's, right. it's just right. skin different and and fun so right you know if you're at home listening you didn't see the video it's a it's a puzzle game all right look it up all right and while hey. you're doing that i've been frantically trying to remember <laughs> in my in my drug haze, uh, let me, let me guess. This morning, let me guess. You have I, no idea what clip you sent me. It's a PS One. I have game. no idea, dude. I woke up this morning. I woke up like I woke up at what time I was supposed to wake up. I only had like three hours of sleep, and then I fell back to sleep, which I never do. I'm I'm totally drugged up. 
I don't do that either. And yeah. oh my god! And I woke up and I was like, oh shit! I got to do my I got to do my uh, do my clip this morning. Mm. Oh Jesus! Okay, let me let me pull up my. Oh, you know what I did? I I did do it. So let me. I should be in my history for my bash. Yeah, so should be good. So I think I yeah. I think I FFM pegged this thing. So I should be. Able to, oh, I found it. I found it. You okay, did? I know what okay. the hell it is. I know All what right. it is now. You know what okay. it is. All right, I'm gonna Ooh. play it. 1998 PlayStation One. That's what we got. All right, so you're here. not gonna get this. One. Mine's tough. All right, here we go. Warning. Incoming chairs. Evacuate area. Incoming chairs? Did you say incoming chairs? Is that what you heard? Well, let me hear that again. Warning. Incoming chairs. Evacuate I'm hearing area. incoming chairs. <laughs> Am I? PlayStation 19, what did I say? 1990, what was the year? 98. 98. 98. PlayStation. This came is... out a day before my birthday. Nice. All right. Is it a is it a run and gun sh- game where you run and shoot or drive and shoot? You know what I mean? Like a. I'll give you this. It's an over the shoulder perspective shooter. Over the shoulder perspective. <laughs> Boy, the sound mixing is bad. Incoming chairs. Evacuate area immediately. Incoming chairs. Um. Incoming chairs. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can hear now, isn't it? Chairs. <laughs> that's not what they're chairs. saying, though. But yeah, okay. that's all you could hear now, right? Is it LAPD? A uh, little mech game. You're a policeman in an LAPD. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. That's no, but that that I do know what you mean. Yeah. All right. That's so that's question one. two. Question three. Um, behind the shoulder. So it's third person. Right. It's a 3D action game. It feels like. Oh, is this crazy, Ivan? Ooh. No, that's a good one though. Damn it. That's your that's your third guess. I loved Crazy Ivan. Yeah, that's my third question. So I play this. What what is it? Is the game reboot based off the game or the TV series reboot? Do you remember that? Oh, my Lord. This existed? I didn't know this was a thing. And look at Ellis in the chat room getting that. I didn't think anybody would get it. Good job. Wow. I'm impressed. How would you know this game, you guys? My gosh. I didn't even know. Okay, I watched reboot here and there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, such um, an ugly th- early 3D oh, stuff. It was really oh, bad. If you've never, if you've never at least taste the flavor of reboot, you need to at least taste it. It's such a weird, it's such a, a weird, weird metallic thing. flavor. It's a strange yeah. flavor, kind of empty of any calories, but it's still <laughs> worth tasting. You know? Yeah, it almost feels it's, it's like this weird thing. It's almost I'm like, did Captain Planet people make this? Because it feels kind of Captain Planet in 3D or something. It's a little bit. really weird. Yeah, a little bit. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm also getting 720 vibes in this level. It's weird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he's, he's he's doing he's got roller his little, skate uh, feet disc. Yeah, he's got his little. little. Uh, but this was the same time. Like when did we get? Uh, Beast Wars, and it was the same kind of bad yeah. 3D stuff, but I loved Beast Wars. Oh, but it's funny, the Beast Wars, it kind of, it really, even today it holds up, even though it's one of the really early rudimentary looking 3D, you know, we didn't we didn't have texture mapping. Texture mapping. Yeah, right? It was all just smooth surfaces and stuff, but I really liked the, well, I love the story, but man, I have nothing but fond feelings for Beast Wars. 
yeah. reboot I could take or leave. It's not really my yeah, thing. But. Yeah, it was such a weird story. It didn't I didn't feel any connectivity to it because it it existed only. Transformers was kind of like, hey, what if we also did Transformers in uh, this universe? And it's like, okay, yeah. I'm grounded. You were grounded in a like, concept I already agree with and like and enjoy, yeah. right? But yeah, uh, reboot was like mostly about hey, ooh 3D. <laughs> this is a weird 3D. Saturday morning. Get my cereal okay. ready, you know. I'm shiny and I have metal hair. Ooh. Oh, man. These PS1 graphics are so bad, dude. They're sometimes. Sometimes I'm impressed yeah. with them, and sometimes I just look at it and go, this is ass. This actually looks better than the cartoon, though. Yeah, which is a <laughs> hilarious thing, right? It does. It moves better than the cartoon. <laughs> they, should have, they should have just made the whole cartoon out of the PlayStation game. That's just amazing. Voiced over top of it. Well, there you have it. Uh, get those chairs. Incoming chairs, everybody. Incoming chairs. Incoming chairs. Now this. Welcome to the treasure room. Let's do a, let's do a, an email here that we got from a listener. Oh, sure. Uh, PlayRetroShow at gmail.com is where you can send it. You can also text us at 801-471-0462, and you can leave voicemails there as well if you're so inclined. It doesn't matter what you want to send. We'll, we'll what read, if I'm we'll so it out. reclined? Uh, if you're reclined, then you're lucky, because I'd love to be that oh. right now. Hi, Scott. And Brian says, Dave... As a fellow Gen Xer, I enjoyed the discussion around how the generation prior to us loved to be disingenuous with labeling everything as, quote unquote, the best or greatest ever. (laughs) This reminded me of a saying I really dislike, fake it until you make it. This resulted in some real jerks in business, especially when I was a new graduate back in the 90s. I worked as a chemist in a company that was sales-based, selling chemistry instruments, and the sales team lived that mantra. No matter what my experiment showed, the company no longer exists. So they are. So there <laughs> was too much faking and not enough making. He says, uh, "Keep up the great work, Dave." Yeah, I am a. I hate that bro talk. That business bro talk. I hate yeah. it. Only time I refer to fake it till you make it is acting like I feel well. Like it's like I don't feel well. I'm gonna fake it till I make. Till you're there. Till you. That's feel about well, the yeah. only time when it comes to faking it till you make it. Where chemistry instruments? Please don't fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't fake my beakers yeah. because I don't want those to explode in my face. Yep. Money Thank you. money drives all sorts of weird things, but this idea of fake it till you make it or um, anybody can be a billionaire is just bullshit. Right. Yeah. It's just bullshit. Not anyone can be a millionaire. Billionaire. I'm sorry. It doesn't it's, it's, it's not true. You can say we have this thing in our hearts that says, I can do anything if I really put my mind to it. No. Right. You're going to rely on, you can do as much as you can, and you might make it, but luck has such a massive part of this. This, this, okay, so I'm not blaming a generation for this, but I will say it wasn't uncommon upon, upon the that generation that was espousing the fake it till you make it mantra. It was a really hard thing uh, for us Gen Xers, because we were, we were so cynical, still are. Still uh, are yeah. It was a real hard thing for us to 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 listen to and it was also i think are were we one of the generations that had so much expectations put on us that because expectations and kind of always telling us we could do anything but then backtracking on that is mm-hmm. that was that everybody gen x's experience is that everybody's experience that might be to everybody that could be everybody I but mean, i, a lot I of, heard so yeah. much i heard so much stuff growing up oh you got so much potential sweet so i feel like i need to operate in a, 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 a an ex- exceeding capacity, but my expectation these expectations put on me are very very heavy. I'm just a kid. Uh, how about let me be? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so 
yeah, once you got is like, yeah, that's a lot of pressure. I, I was almost, God, I was, I was a full grown adult, had kids and they were almost adults before I finally was like, Hey, it's okay, Brian. It's okay. If you don't have everything that other people were expecting you to have, because I didn't necessarily want all those things that people were expecting me to do. Like, Oh, you got talent. You need to go to, you need to go to Hollywood uh-huh. and do this and you do that. And I'm like, yeah, I sure do. And you know, and eventually I'm like, I wouldn't enjoy that. I'd hate the hell out of that. Yeah. I hate people that are, they're overdriven like that. I'm like, I like to play video games and talk to my friends on podcasts. That's who I am. I found myself. Yeah. yeah. But that I, expectation boy, I whew. don't know. Expectations can be hard. And then that's yeah. sometimes that's parents. Sometimes that's people around you. Sometimes it's both. And uh, I also, it's funny, the older you get, the, the, it makes me mad that it takes you this long, but right. I finally am grappled with it and said, yeah, F off everyone. I don't care. <laughs> but for real, like you're all going to, yeah, yeah. your expectations of me, I'm done with those. Yes. What you expect from me, go up a tree and do it where somewhere do else cares. you know what cares. happens when you try to meet other people's expectations? It's you, you fail, you, you fail, you disappoint, you disappoint them. And more importantly, you disappoint yourself. Reach your own expectations about your Reach own your self. Own. How about that? You know how many years I spent trying to be Scott Johnson, the cartoonist? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Brian's a very talented cartoonist. He just doesn't show everybody. I don't, I don't have, it took me a long time to figure it out. I'm like, damn it. I know I can draw like Scott can. What I don't have though is it don't have, is it the willpower? How about the desire? I don't mm. even say willpower. I don't have the desire to output like Scott does. That satisfies Scott. Sure. It doesn't satisfy doesn't Brian. It doesn't satisfy you. Brian yeah. likes to, Brian likes to work on a, on a freaking art piece of art for a month and just futz around with it. Scott's got to get stuff out. He ain't got time for that. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> and you know what? I, we Brian's need, got, we need that. We need, things that take a month and futz yeah. around with and we need Futzing around and we it. need weirdos like me that are like i gotta draw all night <laughs> like you know i gotta draw one i gotta i gotta i gotta poop out of art i gotta poop it out i gotta make an art uh all right thank you for the but email as a result scott does what i've learned many successful people do mm. and i learned it by doing a little podcast and it is you start out with the time you have yeah and you just deal with whatever the end result is. Yeah, you just deal with it. And over time, you get better. There you and go. I never wanted that. I was like, I want it to look like I've been doing it for 40 years. Yeah, you want to start, <laughs> you want to just, you know, go. Uh, that's yeah. why the whole ready, aim, ready, aim, ready, aim thing doesn't work for me. I have to have, yeah. I have to fire. I have to just yeah. like, okay, even if it's shitty, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> yep, do it. Like, let's just go. Otherwise, I'd never pull the trigger. Um, all right. Thank you for that email. That was awesome. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Dave, yeah. send us an email at playretroshow at gmail.com. If you'd like to use that, you can. And those other methods I mentioned before. Now, our next discussion will be... Uh, are, bef- you, are you going to accept the discussion? Like I, I said, short week. No, so I, I like was, it. I like it. Yeah. And this, yeah. this dips right into my wheelhouse here. Before... World of Warcraft, which turns 20 next November, by the way. Yeah, can you believe it? You're getting old, people. You're getting old. But technically, I've been playing it for 20 years because I played the Friends and Family beta about a year before release. So mm-hmm. for me, it's already 20. But uh, it's a long-ass time ago, and it's be- it's about to become an old video game, folks. It's an old, <laughs> old-ass old game. We're going to talk about 94's Orcs and Humans, 95's Tides of Darkness, 96's Beyond the Dark Portal, and so on. 
Uh, All that stuff before World of Warcraft, it was a much different game. Yep. Um, I Hopefully my years on the instance, 16 of them, will help uh, contribute to this. But also, um, you know, I know some people who worked on these games. And I what? bet I could get a few, uh, you know, a few little uh, little tidbits that we may not be able to get somewhere else. Oh, we're going to get some uh, some hmm. secrets, are we? Secrets, maybe. Secrets. I don't know. Who knows? Don't lower your expectations, everybody. Right, I don't right, know right. what we're going to we're putting the expectations on our podcast children. Yep. That, that thing we just said about not high, putting out too many expectations on us. Well, then, yeah. I did, then I went and did that. Anyway. Well, you got to fake it until you make it. That's right. We're going to talk about that history and why uh, why it's such a big deal. It's a huge deal. The Warcraft stuff is a giant deal. So uh, yeah. we will get to that next week right here on the Play Retro. In the meantime, listen, I know you guys have got places to go, people to see, and other stuff mm-hmm. to listen to. All right, I understand we're not the only chicken in your coop. We're the only we're not the only chicken in your backpack. Oh, that's the phrase I was looking for. Chicken yeah. on your back. Oh, cuz of the banjo kazooie business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connectivity. Duh. Uh that was good and I just didn't think of it. Um anyway, we know that. We know that you're busy. We know that your dollars mean something. You know, you're not all just running around throwing money everywhere, all right? So if you've got a dollar or two, and you're just thinking, I need somewhere safe for this, somewhere I can put it into some content I can count on, then I would recommend our Patreon at patreon.com slash play retro. You could be like brand new patrons, Albert Marr, Mr. Postman, Red Eye. And we mentioned spaghetti syntax last week. These are new okay. folks who we just love to death, and they are part of the program here because they're rad and they're supporting our show. If uh, you want to support us and get great benefits in the process, uh, get over there now. And get her done. That's it. Play retro. And, he, or, and they even got to hear our uh, pre-show discussion about uh, Mario in church. Yeah, Mario in church. <laughs> Mario church. Music. And if you're like, what? I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. And that's a great way to get it. And, and by the way, if you sign up now, you get access to all our old pre-show, which we've been doing since yeah. episode one. So you'll get all of it. It's not like you suddenly can only go from here forward. No, all the back catalog is yours as well. All ad free, all the time, available at your fingertips. Okay, so go check it out. That's patreon.com slash play retro today. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Hey, Brian, is there anything you'd like to add to today's discussion before we kick out of, out of here and leave? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got to go back and finish getting all the jiggies. Get the uh, jiggies. Week, so yeah, get, get the, jiggy get with the jiggies. it. Do you think that's what Will Smith was talking about when he was getting jiggy with it? Was yeah. it? yeah, he was saying get jiggy with it and then something yeah. about Miami's great. And, uh, yeah, Nick Offerman, he like he played Banjo Kazooie, and it was the last video game he ever played. That's right. Really oh, he said that, it. didn't he? I forgot yeah, about yeah. that. Recently, he said that he, said, uh, he had to quit because he was so addicted to Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, that that's the day he quit playing video games ever again. Yeah, thanks a lot, Banjo. Yeah, thanks, Banjo Kazooie. You screwed you screwed us now again. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's gonna do it for us. Go somewhere <laughs> this week, guys. This week before we hear you again, and play something retro, and we'll see you next week. Get more at frogpants.com. I could go longer. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.